Welcome back to the Joe Cozo Show, December 2nd, 2021. Now, we have so much to talk about, and it's going to be a little bit of a longer show today. One of the things that I was listening to, I listen to a lot of podcasts, and I love them. I absolutely do. That's all I listen to is either podcasts or motivational stuff on YouTube, Steve Harvey, Jim Rohn, you name it. Podcasts that I listen to are, are mainly conservative. Mark Levin, I listened to The War Room, Steve Bannon, which I was just listening to the other day, and they had Marjorie Taylor Greene on, right, with Steve Bannon. And for a lot of people that may not know Marjorie Taylor Greene because, you know, the left-wing media, they try to make her out to be this, you know, complete banana. She actually was a foreman of a construction company. She owned her own company. And, you know, right there alone, being a female, I think that's absolutely fabulous. And one of the reasons why she left that business to get into politics was because of her love for the country. And she saw how this country is going down into the toilet. So for anyone that sees that and actually then does something about it. I mean, we could all sit here and talk about how this country is headed in the wrong direction, but it's very limited amount of people that actually get out there and do something about it. But one of the things that she was saying during the podcast, I thought was extremely interesting. And it was, she was asked, you know, what was, what surprised you the most? Was it how corrupt the United States really is? And she goes, you know, I kind of knew that getting into politics, that the United States government was completely corrupt. And I didn't realize how corrupt it actually was, but she goes, that's not the main thing that really shocked me. Because I kind of had an idea of that already. That's why I wanted to get into politics. What really struck me was how incompetent the people that are running this country, mainly the Democrats, and of course, a couple of rhinos that we have also in, in the Republican Party, but she said the amount of incompetence that for these people that are actually making everyday decisions about all of our lives, she says, I was dumbfounded. You cannot believe how stupid these people are. And she's talking about the Jihad Squad, Ilan Omar, she's talking about Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, all of them, Nancy Pelosi, Chuck Schumer. And if you really think about these people, would you ever... Like, let's just say, go to a bar, a local bar down the block and have a beer with one of these people. Absolutely not. They are complete idiots. Adam Schiff, would you ever want to have a conversation with him in a backyard barbecue? And it's you and Adam Schiff, you know, waiting for a hot dog at, you know, you know, at, at the barbecue there. And then all of a sudden you strike up a conversation with this guy. Absolutely not. These guys are complete bananas. They're idiots. And you think about that and then you look about what's taking place here in this country and how the Democrats are allowing these American cities to falter. I mean, they are going down the tubes. You would think that, you know, watching the videos that you see on mainstream media of what's taking place in these left-wing media, you know, cities, that we're living in some third world country. And it really is all democratic states. Think about what's going on over in Portland. Think about what the crime rate is. Think about what's happening to that city that was once a beautiful city. Now it's totally taken over by the left-wing agenda. It's totally taken over by Antifa. Look at this here. This is a newscast coming out of Portland. Look at this. This is America. This is what Democrats, Democrat leadership is doing to this country. Here, watch. 
Is Portland city government working when you see this? The heart of our city broken. Windows and doorways still boarded up. Familiar landmarks gone. Public spaces fenced off. It seems like the city's doing nothing. They wring their hands and occasionally they say, this is terrible, it's not acceptable for Portland. But they don't do anything. They're too busy fighting with one another about whose bureau is going to be taken care of better. Is Portland working when a homeless problem that was bad is now worse? I mean, do you see? That's just one American city. There is dozens of them. And again, they're all out of democratic states. And you sit there and say, this is America. What is going on here? Why do not, why don't people realize that whatever they're doing is not working? You have these Democrats with soft on crime, allowing them to just, you know, commit a crime. They get fingerprinted in the jail or at the precinct and then they're out. They don't have to go to court. They don't have a court date that's coming up anytime soon, and they can just go about their business and do it again and again and again. And you're seeing that throughout this country, and again, it's all democratic states. You have this smash and grab. It's not smash and grab, it's called looting. And they don't want to call it looting because it's black people that are doing it. And black people, they're now, all of a sudden, it's like an organized crime thing. Listen, let's get 30 of us. We block off the intersections, okay? You have cars all over the place so nobody can get in and out of traffic. 20 of us are going to go inside Bloomingdale's or Nordstrom or Louis Vuitton. We're going to go in there with hammers and we're going to go in there with bags. And we're going to bash the hell out of everything and we're going to steal everything. This is not America. And this is the thing. They go in there. As long as they're not over, say, $1,000, they're going to get released. They're not even going to get prosecuted. And then you have the people like George Soros who are implanting these these district attorneys in San Francisco, in Baltimore, all over this country, Chicago, just so this country can go right down the tubes. Now, in my opinion, the reason why you're seeing this and the reason why they're doing this is because they want this country to go so far down and to be so terrible that people throughout the country are going to beg the government for help. And when the government then comes in, there's going to be conditions. It's going to be strings attached. And those strings attached, as we can see, are going to be part of what they're trying to do even with this infrastructure bill, right? You got, you know, we're going to come in. We're going to help you. We're going to have child care. We're going to have, you know, all these subsidies. But when we give you this money, you're going to, ha you're going to have to do then X, Y, and Z. And it's the same thing that's going to happen with all these cities that are being burnt down to the ground, that are being ruined completely. Now, just look at this. This is Chicago. All we hear out of the Democratic Party is how Republicans are white fascists, how Republicans hate blacks, how we, Republicans are white supremacists, right? But in all of the Democratic cities, they're letting these black individuals run amok. Again, I'll say it again. Run amok. When somebody says to you, listen, that business over there is being run amok. That means there needs to be some kind of intervention because that business is about to go out of business, okay? When something is run amok, it's being destroyed. Look what's happening here in Chicago. This is another newscast. I believe this is a, a Fox affiliate. Again, right in Chicago. And what do we know about Chicago? Black on black crime. I thought Democrats, they were so concerned about black lives and black lives matter, but they're not. They don't, they don't care. They will allow these black individuals to kill each other. Serves them no good. They don't care. Let these thugs run amok. That's exactly what's happening. Here's the newscast.
Yeah, really bad stats to report tonight, Corey and Don. We're 11 months into 2021, and we are on pace to uh, have one of the deadliest years when it comes to homicides in the history of the city of uh, Chicago. Uh, you have to go all the way back to 1994 to find a, uh, a, a year that's as deadly. And again, we still have one month to go. I've never seen a thousand homicides for the whole you know, 17 years have been in this office. Cook County's chief medical examiner on the report released by her office with some very alarming statistics. 1,009 homicides to date, which is the highest in 27 years. 156 children or teenaged victims. 96% of the victims African-American or Latino. And a 40% increase in homicides since 2019. Now, again, if you're looking at those statistics, wouldn't you be, if you're a politician, if you're Mayor Lightfoot, you would say something needs to happen? And how do these people still have a job? How is Mayor Lightfoot still in office? How would they even elect someone like that? And why don't you see AOC or Ayanna Presley? Why don't you see any of the black representatives in the House of, you know, in the House of Representatives, like Cori Bush, speak out about black-on-black -black crime? Where are the black let's say celebrities like LeBron James or Jay-Z saying, listen, we're killing each other, but they don't care because they're living high on the hog life, right? And where do the, all these black elites live? Do you think they live in the inner streets of Chicago? Do you think that they live in say a community like where I have here on Long Island? There's a city called Wyandanche, which is just all predominantly black. And it's just, it's like living in the slums. And because nobody cares about them at all. Do you think that they move into cities like that? No, you know where they're living? In Beverly Hills, with all gated community, with all white neighbors. You know, it's funny how they talk this big game about how white people hate everyone, right? And how white people are just these white supremacists, they're bigots and they, they're racists. But yet, they buy these mansions and their neighbors are all white. It's funny how that happens. Like what we saw with McCullers, I believe it was the Black Lives Matter. Uh, one of the founders. She's buying houses in Brentwood in, Bre in California. It's all white neighbors. And then here, look at this. This is something else too. And this is nothing that's ever talked about because if what I'm about to read for, you know, to you right now, if the roles were reversed, okay, there would be such an outcry. But because it's Black Lives Matter saying this, it's okay. It's acceptable, but it's not acceptable. Here, watch. Black Lives Matter calls for a month long boycott of white companies. Think about if the headline was reversed. You ready? White Lives Matter calls a month-long boycott of black companies. What do you think that would happen? It would be all over the news. It would be everywhere. They would want this black White Lives Matter group denounced. They'd want the FBI to come in, the DOJ, lock them all up. It's racism 101. But here, Black Lives Matter calling for a long, a, a, a month boycott of white companies. Do you know what that's doing to these companies? Why would you want to do that? This is America. That's racism. You're actually now judging people by the color of their skin and boycotting their stores. And think about when they are doing it. During Hanukkah, during Christmas, the biggest and best season for these companies throughout the entire year. But again, if it was reversed, there would be an outcry. It continues on. The Black Lives Matter movement national arm is leading a boycott of white companies until New Year's Day. Oh, great. Thanks. Really appreciate that. 
Where's Joe Biden coming out and saying stuff like this has to has to stop? This Black Lives Matter type movement is no good for this country. They're full of racists. And the reason why they do is because they catch the headline and they're allowed to do it. And that's the thing. America, especially these Democrats, have allowed, and don't, don't think for a second that Republicans aren't to blame as well because Republicans are as weak as can be. There's only a few, like Marjorie Taylor Greene, right, that are actually doing anything. But you allow these black communities, these black individuals, these people that are in Black Lives Matter to get away with murder, you know what they're going to do? They're going to commit murder, like we see in Chicago, all-time high, over a 1,000 homicides, and a year's not even over yet. 96% of them are all black or Latino. 40% crime homicide increase since 2019. What are we talking about here? And nobody says anything, and yet, we let them run amok just like this and do things like this and nobody says anything. And it goes on to say white supremacist capitalism uses policing to protect profits and steal black life. Well, I'm done with this. Okay, George Floyd incident happened one in 2020, I believe in what, May, April? Have we heard anything since? It's so uncommon, but yet when it happens, they make such a big deal about it so they can feel like, hey, we're oppressed and we want more and more rights and we want to denounce any white people's rights. Right now, being in America, if you're black, you get away with murder. If you're white, you're the devil. And I'm done with it. I'm done with that. That's not going to happen. Not here. It's about equality. That's what the founding fathers put into the Constitution. All Men are created equal. It doesn't matter if you're woman, man, you know what I'm talking about. But not in today. Today, if you're white, you're done. You want to get into college and you're white, you have a terrible chance getting into that college in comparison to say if you're black or Latino. Why is that? Because it's reverse racism and it has to stop. And nobody says nothing at all. It goes on to say here, uh, profit reads an Instagram post by Black Lives Matter Global Network, skip the Black Friday sales and buy exclusively from black-owned businesses. We're dreaming of a hashtag Black Christmas. That means no spending with white companies from 1126 until January 1st of 2022. The Black Christmas website says, you know what you can do with your black little Christmas? You know what you can do with your little Black Lives Matter? You can shove it right up your ass. That's what you can do, okay? Because I'm not having it. It's not. That's racist right there. And it's time that we have Republicans, especially white Republicans, that's a majority, super majority of what we have right here, needs to stand up and say, that's racist. And we have a white president that overlooks it all and is calling other people white supremacists. That's why we have such a divide in this country. This country is going down the toilet every single day. That's what's happening here. All right. And now let's talk about some of the things that's going on even more. What they use. They use COVID. And we're seeing that globally. COVID-19 is being used for, to get more and more power with all of these, these countries that want globalism. And I don't understand why the United States wants to get involved in it. But before we get into that, let's talk about this man right here. We're talking about holidays. Let's talk about MyPillow right now. MyPillow.com. They have these fantastic slippers up to 40% off if you use the promo code TJCS. Now, remember what was it, a couple of years ago? These Uggs, right? Uggs. Everybody had to have these Ugg boots, Ugg slippers, Uggs, everything. They don't even come in comparison to the slippers that they have over at MyPillow. The craftsmanship 
how great the products are. And there's over 600 products right now if you go to MyPillow.com. And if you punch in the promo code for the slippers, you get up to 40% off. The Giza sheets, the promo code TJCS, 40% off. The rest, 66% off. So when you buy that gift, that holiday gift, whether it's for Hanukkah, whether it's for Christmas, right? And you buy that gift and then the people are like, oh wow, this is really nice. This is really great material. Let me go on MyPillow.com. Let me see how much such and such spent. They're going to have no idea that you used the promo code TJCS and got 66% off. They're going to think that you spent top dollar on this because you will spend top dollar without the promo code TJCS. Again, MyPillow.com. You can always call 1-800-897. What is it? I can't remember. 4893. 1-800-893-4797 and tell them promo code TJCS to make your order. Now, we're talking about COVID-19. We're talking about the lockdowns, the mandates, everything that's going on. You have this new variant, the Ami variant, right? And you see people in South Africa, they're now saying, listen, yeah, we had a couple of cases. They were mild cases. Nobody's in the hospital. Nobody's dying. There's no deaths, nothing of that. But yet, what took place. You had the UK, you had Canada, you had Sweden, you had Australia, you had all of these countries, including the United States. When they hear that, you know what they, you know, it's like a bell that goes off. It's like Pavlov's dog. You know, when the dogs, they hear the bell and they start saliving out of the mouth because they know they're going to be fed. That's what these greedy, hungry politicians are the Democrat politicians, that's what happens to them when they hear about a new variant that's being spread. And who knows even if it is? Who knows even what is going on? We have really no idea, right? You tell us it's the variant. Oh, you got the variant. How do you know? How do you know that it's the variant? I don't understand. Who's doing all these tests? Is it just a regular test that you're doing? A regular rapid test comes back variant. I mean, what, how do you know that? And again, South Africa, the doctors came out and said, these are mild symptoms. I don't know what's going on here. Why is everybody making this rash judgments that everything has to be locked down? You have these countries now in Africa that can't even come into the United States. Do you know what it's doing to the, its economy? Do you know what it's doing to South Africa's economy? That now people can't travel, especially during the Christmas holiday season? People can't go and see their family members, can't do anything? You care about all of these black lives, right? But Majority of these countries in Africa are black. You don't care about them. You'll let them rot. Just like you're letting Black Lives Matter rot. In Chicago, you're letting these blacks in San Francisco, in Oakland, in Portland, ruin all of these cities. For what? I don't understand. Why don't we get to the core problem here? A majority of these blacks that are doing all this don't have a father figure in their household. This no, it's, just, it's no secret. But yet, you don't see Cori Bush or Ayanna Presley or AOC talk about that. No, 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 no. They only use it for their convenience. That's when they'll use it. But when the real stats and the real statistics are going on, when you have real lives being shot and killed and death happening in the Chicago city streets, nobody wants to say a word. Nobody says anything. Speaking of Chicago, real quick, before we start, continue on to this COVID thing, because I'm really not talking about it, but it just came into my mind. You have Jesse, uh, Jesse Smollett, Smollett on trial. You remember what hap happened with him. The Blaze TV network just came out and they said, I was reading an article, actually I didn't uh, watch it, that Smollett actually did a dry run of the hoax. And let's not forget, 
We saw Kamala Harris. We saw all of these blacks come out. I can't believe white supremacy. Donald Trump's the worst. And it was all a hoax. It was all lies. He did a dry run just to try it out. That's what's being reported in the trial right now. But where is it? Why isn't CNN talking about that? Oh, they don't want to talk about that because they know they got it dead wrong because they're still full of fake news. MSNBC too. Nobody wants to talk about it. Why isn't this trial being on TV? This is a former celebrity, right? That was wronged. That was full of racism and white nationalism and white terrorism. But yet that's not being displayed because they know that they got it wrong. They know that he's a liar and they don't want anything to do with it now. But they caused this because Jesse Smollett thought he can get away with it because he thought he saw the tide. He wanted to reap the rewards. He wanted everybody to feel guilty because that's all you saw in the mainstream media. Is Donald Trump is terrible. Donald Trump is a racist. And this country is racist because it's full of white supremacists, especially Republican white supremacists, male white supremacists. If you're a male, white male in America, your days are numbered. And we'll talk about that in a little bit when we get to the Chris Cuomo. But again, going back to COVID and now with this variant came out, they want this to be the thing to get more power. And listen, what's happening across this world, okay, it's not really happening here yet. Joe Biden's trying to do it. And thank God we got the court systems that are actually trying to block his mandates. But what we're seeing is something that you never thought you would see. Like what's going on in Australia? Australia used to be one of the closest countries that replicates the United States, right? They have a democracy, they speak English, they do the, basically the same kind of things. They have a country that's isolated like the United States. We have agreements with Australia, we protect one another. But look what they're doing because of COVID. Look at this newscast here. They actually have camps that people that allegedly have COVID, even though these people that escaped here, you're gonna see, didn't have COVID, they're actually having basically concentration camps and people have to be quarantined and can't leave to the point that people are trying to escape these camps. That's not democracy, that's not a free world. That sounds like Nazi Germany, but it's actually happening throughout the world and it's happening in Australia. Here, watch. Good morning. We start with breaking news out of Darwin, where three people have escaped from the Howard Springs COVID quarantine facility. Talia Saab is there for us. Talia, good morning. There's a search underway right now. Yes, that's right, Davina. Good morning to you. We've been told the trio scaled the fence in the early hours of this morning. Police receiving reports around 4.40am. Now, major police checkpoints have been set up around Howard Springs for the past several hours. As you can see in these pictures, they've been conducting thorough searches in car boots, checking vehicle registrations, cars and buses alike. But in the last half an hour, what we understand is they've actually been dismantled. Exactly why that hasn't been confirmed. Hopefully, good news. We're also not sure yet who they can't even watch it because they're talking like with this such just blase affair type style, like it's not a big deal. If I'm a news reporter and I see this is going on, I'm like, what? this is actually happening here in our country. Can you believe that this that this government is actually doing this? They're checking cars. They got checkpoints to see if there's fugitive from COVID camps in the trunks of these vehicles. These police officers are actually wearing masks while they're patrolling outside. And these news reporters are saying, ah, no big deal. What is it? No, you know, oh, they're gonna, it's going to be something worse for us if this keeps going on like this. What happened to this world? 
What is going on here? COVID has ruined our lives and there's no accountability. No one is looking into what's going on with China. China won't give any goods at all. You know, I just, I, I'm reading a lot of books right now. I read like three books at a time. And one of the books I just started picking up is The Laptop from Hell. And it's by the New York Post reporter. I forgot her name. It just slips my mind right now. And I just started reading it this morning. And it's about Hunter Biden in the laptop and what took place. And, you know, right in the beginning, it starts going into how corrupt Hunter Biden and Joe Biden actually are. And all of the goods and what took place with this laptop here. But again, why isn't CNN doing an investigation on that? Why won't the New York Times do a thorough investigation? I'll tell you why. The New York Times is a racist paper, okay? And it's they placate to the black community. Well, they don't want to do anything with this laptop because Joe Biden is a puppet placating to the black community and doing everything that he, they want him to do. So that's why they're making it all on the hush. That's why you saw all of these social media outlets like Twitter, like Facebook, not say anything because they placate. They want to make it like that they love blacks, right? That's what they want to make it like. But where is Facebook coming out and saying, we're going to donate, say, $2 billion to the streets of Chicago so we can build uh, facilities so People, these black children that don't have fathers or they come from separated homes, maybe they're all fathers, maybe the mothers are on crack or doing whatever it is. I don't know. But we're going to help the streets of Chicago and we're going to try to help eliminate the black on black crime that's happening there. No, they don't do that. No. You know what they do? What they will do is censor the New York Post because they don't want that laptop from hell to come into existence. Why? Because then Donald Trump may still have been president. So what they really wanted is to have Joe Biden in there. And Joe Biden, again, he's just a puppet. The powers that be that are, are behind him, that are calling all the, all the shots and pulling all the strings, okay, they want the divide. Why? Because they want chaos. Because when you have chaos, right? You let people, unemployment, go through the roof. You let people, you give money, federal assistance to all these people so they don't want to work, right? And the more that you give them, it comes with strings attached and that means you have more power. The more money you give, the more federal assistance that you give, all comes with strings attached. And then what happens is that gives the federal government more and more and more power. And that's what the founders of this country wanted to prevent. That's why you see Joe Biden circumventing all of the constitution, uh, constitutional laws that we have here with the mandates, with the CDC having all this usurped power. Now that they have these spy agencies at the airports, they were telling people about rent and what the landlords can and can't do. It's, it's, it's ridiculous here. Property rights is one of the most founding, you know, foundations that we have in our country here. And the CDC just trampled all over it. And it's all under the guise of COVID-19. Here, look what's happening in Germany now. And again, this is what I was talking about. We saw what just was happening in Australia. And we have to be careful because they're going to try to do it here in the United States. And if you think that's not going to happen, just look at how much of a buffoon Joe Biden actually is. And think about the racists that are running this country. Here, Germany's chancellor-to-be, Olaf Scholz, chancellor-to-be, backs mandatory COVID jabs. This is by Philip Alterman by The Guardian. Germany's chancellor-to-be supports making vaccination against COVID-19 mandatory. German media have reported as neighboring Austria is debating how to do it and how to enforce obligatory jabs come February. 
Schlott's a social democrat. Of course, it's all Democrats. It's all Democrats. And this is this whole globalist thing that's happening here, right? It's no more just the United States is an independent country that we want to mind our business because we love our freedom. No, 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 no. Because what we're trying to do here is these globalist elites here in the Democratic Party, they want to get rich off of all these other countries as well. That's what's happening here. Socialist Democrat, who is expected to be sworn in as Angela Merkel's successor in this upcoming week, reportedly told a meeting of of regional leaders that he was in favor of a cross-party initiative to make vaccine mandates mandatory. And then we just heard about Austria. Well, this comes from URAC TV, written by Oliver Noyan. Austrian residents who refuse to get the COVID-19 jab from February when they will be mandatory will face a fine of euro, 7,200 euro, which is 8,100 equivalent US dollars. Again, 8,100 dollars will be fined if they do not get the COVID-19 vaccine. That's what's happening here across the world. And that's soon what you could expect to start trying to happen here. And the thing is, is the only defense that we have is these people that are in the Republican Party to try to actually do something. Now, we have a potential shutdown in Congress right now. And the rumor is, and it was reported by Politico, that Congress, that the Republicans, they are not going to be in favor of funding the, you know, the government again. They'll let it lock down unless Joe Biden backs off the mandates. We'll see if that actually happens. Because what Mitch McConnell did when he originally, I believe it was in October, uh, allowed the government to be funded again and didn't get it locked down and shut down, allowed the Democrats to get more time and then they were able to pass the infrastructure bill. He should have allowed it to be collapsed and he should do it again this time. No caveats, no nothing, okay? I don't understand. It's not like we're gonna run out of money here in the government, remember that. The government is getting money hand over fist through taxes continuously continuously so enough with this we don't have enough money that's never going to happen it's coming in it's just how much we're spending we're spending more than we ever have before in our lives the deficit is through the roof and they want to spend more and more and more because they know come 2022 they're gone you know one of the things that is interesting to me that you really could play this out and i know this is like a fantasy thing but they could really play out this way if donald trump wanted to Donald Trump could run for a a representative because one of the seats are going to be available in 2022 for the House of Representatives. He could actually run for that, run for Congress as a representative in the House. He could win that. Then the Republican Party, if they win the House and they win the Senate, he could be elected the House Speaker. And then as the House Speaker, now this actually could all happen. As the House Speaker, he could issue articles of impeachment for Joe Biden and Kamala Harris, especially for what they've done at the border. Now, if we run, if we have control over the House and the Senate, those two could actually be impeached. Who's the next successor in line? Well, it's the Speaker of the House, and that would be Donald Trump. Think about that. That could actually happen here. Now, here's another thing. Now, if you think about that, you know, Joe, stop, that was Austria, that's Germany, it's Australia, that's never going to happen. Really? Well, you have people in the public view that actually want it to happen. People like, say, Jim Cramer from CNBC, who goes out on public television. Now, you have to remember, there is elite elitists, powerful people that watch his show, Mad Money, every single day, that is love with Wall Street. 
Jim Cramer actually has Nancy Pelosi, this Pelosi, the Speaker of the House, comes on his show, talk about some infrastructure bills, talk about vaccines, talk about how the company, the country is being run. I've seen it myself. Here is Jim Cramer basically saying that the military needs to step up and be involved in vaccinating everyone. The military. Look at this buffoon and watch what he says here. Lord knows what happened if you didn't partake. But back then, anyone who refused to get vaccinated would get ratted out immediately because we knew that person could hurt other people. The commonweal was a, a commonweal. Now we're engaged in a similar struggle with COVID and Eisenhower would be aghast. We have immunocompromised people who are incubators for every variant to come, walking around lawfully unvaccinated. That's psychotic. We have companies that have tried hard to get people vaccinated and now backing down. We have governors who want to be president by grandstanding on a foolish state's right issue, the right to get sick and get other people sick. So it's time to admit that we have to go to war against COVID. Require vaccination universally. Have the military run it. If you don't want to get vaccinated, you better be ready to prove your conscientious objector status in court. And even then, you need to help in the war effort by staying home until we finally beat this thing. If you're unvaccinated, you better sit home. You can't go to work. You can't do anything, according to Jim Cramer. According also to Jim Cramer, what we just watched right there, the military should be involved. So they'll go door to door. They'll ask you for your vaccination status. And if not, what they'll do is they'll arrest you and you have to prove your consciousness or whatever he said, ability in court, why you're not vaccinated yet. Is that America? Who is this guy? I used to watch him. I actually tape mad money on my DVR because when I get home at night, I can watch it because I love stocks. I love investing in stocks. He was one of my favorites. You know what? After I watched that, I deleted it. No more. You're done. You're a liberal. I can see exactly what's going on with you. You're a dummy. Now, here's the thing. Let's be honest. Do the vaccines work? They look like they work. Looks like they're helping people not be hospitalized in deaths. But you know what else we see? We see breakthrough cases. My question to everyone is this. Okay, now I'm, I'm not vaccinated and I'm not getting vaccinated. It doesn't matter to me. I'm healthy. I watch what I eat. I eat fruits and vegetables, right? But one of the things, the questions that I have is this. If your vaccination doesn't prevent you from getting COVID, like if you're vaccinated, you could still get COVID, right? If your vaccination is not protecting you from getting COVID, then how is my vaccination going to protect you from getting COVID? If yours alone is not protecting you, how is mine? I don't understand. It makes no sense. See, what's happening here is these vaccines are waning off and what they're going to do, and that's done intentionally. Why? So the cash register, you got to come back. You got to come back. You got to re-up. Okay? We're not going to make these, we're not going to make a battery for these electric cars that run forever. Why? Because then you never need a battery again. You wouldn't have to use a recharge. And all these charging stations that are going to charge you for the juice in the car, they're going to make money too. So we would never do that. That would make no sense to do that. Just like it would make no sense to have a vaccination that is just completely vaccinated and it's over. No, booster supplement this that see one of the things that you never hear and i don't understand like if i was president of the united states the first thing that i would do is i would implement a health team and i would do this whole health campaign about why it's important 
for you to eat healthy. Why it's important during a pandemic like we have with COVID-19, you shouldn't be drinking, say, soda. You shouldn't be eating all of these terrible foods like granola bars, like, say, cereals, sugar cereals, hamburgers from fast food places, all these artificial sweeteners that could cause cancer, all of these stuff that gives you, say, a secondary condition like diabetes or health issues like, say, heart problems because you're so overweight. What I would try to do is have doctors come on there and say, you know what you should do for Christmas? Everyone should be thinking about buying maybe a juicer. So then you can get these fresh organic vegetables and fruits and you can make yourself a healthy juice in the morning. That's a great way to start your day. And one of the things that that will actually do is help you prevent and get your immune system up. So in case COVID-19 does circulate around you, your immune system is so up to date. It's so boosting with antioxidants that you will be able to fend off COVID-19 and not even maybe realize that you have it. No, they don't want that. They don't want that at all. What they want is Big Pharma to come in and make all of their money. That's what they want because Big Pharma funds their campaigns. Big Pharma is also getting all of these politicians rich. That's what's taking place here in America. Don't think for a second it's not because why aren't we hearing about why you should have and boost your immune system with natural remedies, with, with stuff like, say, apples and watermelons and oranges? Why do we hear from the doctor when you have the flu or when you have a coming down with a cold, make sure you drink a lot of fluids, make sure you get your vitamin C up. But when we do this now with COVID, we hear none of that. All we hear is one thing and one thing only, get your vaccination get the vaccine. And then after your vaccine, after six months, get a booster shot. Why? Why don't we hear about boosting your immunity? Why don't we hear about, say, blueberries and raspberries and how they have rich and they're fulfilled with antioxidants that really boost your immune system and fend off diseases and viruses? That's the kind of campaign any president should be having right now. That's what we should be talking about. We should talking, be talking about different ingredients that we could have. No, we don't talk about stuff like that. We talk about, you know, what we have is cookies and Oreos all over the shelves, which we should be talking about maybe we shouldn't have. But you can't do that because then companies like, say, Nabisco, right? Kraft. Companies like, say, Heinz. Companies like, say, Procter & Gamble, whatever it may be. Oh, they're going to lose money. You can't have that because these are these big conglomerates. And you don't want to mess them. You don't want to mess with them. You don't want to upset the powers that be in these big time corporations, no. So at the end of the day, what they really don't care about is the people. What they really don't care about is say people like you and me. What they only care about is the bottom line. And the bottom line is, are we making money? Who's making the money? The global elitists. That's what's going on. Keep the shots coming. Keep the variants. Doesn't matter. We don't even know if there's a variant. But you know what could happen? Every time we think that there's a variant, everybody goes into this panic. Everybody goes into this worry mode. Everything is about getting locked down. This is not the way to live. Do you want to live like this? You want to live like a sheep all your life? Well, then you know what? You got to stand up and do something about it. Don't be afraid to talk out. That's what they want. They want to silence us all. They're not going to silence me. You want to be silenced? God bless you. You want to take the vaccine? God bless you too. I'm not anti-vax. I think anyone who wants to get the vaccine should get the vaccine. But you know what I am? I'm about health.
I'm about making sure that my body is up to date and I am ready for any fight that comes my way. That's what I'm about. I'm not about artificial sweeteners. I'm not about all of this processed foods. The processed foods is what's going to kill us. America, we have the biggest obesity problem, but nobody talks about it. Nobody wants to say anything about it. No, instead, just get the vaccine. Get the Band-Aid. Let's go. No, let's talk about the cause root, how we can really solve this problem and what's going on. There are so many people in America that are not healthy. Why do we have more COVID than anything? We don't have the most people. China has the most people, but yet we have the most deaths here. Because of why? Incompetency. Why else? Health. Everybody's living on the hog, eating all this crazy ice cream, all these chips ahoys, all of this burgers and hot dogs and fast food, all of this mess. But nobody wants to talk about we should start becoming a nation that's healthy. That's what we should be doing. Now, of course, you have what? You have St. Dr. Fauci. He comes on. And you have Peter Ducey. He's the only reporter that actually will say something and call people out. So what does he do, uh, Peter Ducey? He talks about, listen, so you want to have now Dr. Fauci, and this is, of course, this is probably his rule, and this is what the Biden administration is doing. Anybody from out of country is going to come in, you're going to get a COVID test at the airport, right? And then you might even have to be quarantined. Watch what Peter Ducey says here and then watch the response when he talks about, hey, so it's for everyone. And when he means everyone, he's also meaning the underlying tone is, and Dr. Fauci didn't even get it right away. What about illegals? What about the illegal aliens coming across the border? Here, watch. Dr. Fauci, as you advised the president about the possibility of new testing requirements for people coming into this country, does that include everybody? The answer is yes, because you know that the new uh, uh, the new uh, uh, regulation, if you want to call it that, is that anybody and everybody who's coming into the country needs to get a test within 24 hours of getting on the plane to come here. But well, what about people who don't take a plane and just these border crossers coming in in huge numbers? Yeah, no, but that's a different issue. For example, when you talk, we still have Title 42 with regard to protection at the border. So there are protections at the border that you don't have the capability, as you know, of somebody getting on a plane, getting checked, looking at a passport. We don't have that there, but we can get some degree of mitigation. Is there something to do to test these people somewhere else? There, no, there, 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 is, there is testing at the border under certain circumstances, as you know. What do you mean under certain circumstances? How about every circumstance? How about we set up facilities and we start building facilities at the border where we see such an influx and surge at all these checkpoints, whatever the border patrols are, and anyone that is coming across into the border has to take a COVID test there. Why don't we do that? They don't want to do that because they want them to come in illegally because it's changing the dynamic of this country. They hate white people for whatever reason that it is. Right now, white people, white Americans are the majority that race that is here. They want to change that demographic. Why? Because they are afraid that whites are not all Democrats. That's why. Half of the whites are Republicans. The other people here in the United States, the blacks, the Latinos, they want them to vote Democrat. That's why they placate to the black community, the Democrats, because of their vote. They really don't care about their lives. They care about their vote. And it's time that black individuals, black Americans start to wake up and realize that they're being played. And the Republicans are the ones who actually save black people in America. But that just goes through the wayside. It's like it's never happened. And I don't understand that. You think these Democrats have changed? They haven't changed one bit. 
Look what they're doing. They're ruining America. You would think that black Americans also love America. But see, this is what has happened. White Democrats have made them and instilled with the CRT and everything that's going on, instilled in them that white America is bad. And it's it's a racist and it's born on racist ideologies, like the Constitution being racist because the people that wrote the Constitution had slaves. But meanwhile, they knew that the people like, say, Thomas Jefferson, who's the main author of the Constitution, even though he had slaves, he knew that you couldn't just put a pure blank statement and say, everyone cannot have slaves. All men are created equal, and that means that's the end of it. Slavery's done. He knew he couldn't do that. He had to ease into it. Why? Because of the southern states, the Democrats who wanted slavery, who were relying, the farmlands, who were relying on slave labor. If all of a sudden you eliminated slaves, you would have eliminated all of their business, and they knew they couldn't just do that like that. So you had to gradually get into it. And then what happened? New states started to develop in the Western Hemisphere in the United States. Those new states, they wanted to make them slave states. And the people, the Republicans, didn't want that. And of course, what did that lead to? Death, blood, bloodshed, white bloodshed, defending blacks, sacrificing their lives for black human rights here in America. But nobody talks about it. It's like it's just wiped under the rug. I'm talking about it because I think it's BS that blacks in America don't pay the respect to white people for that. Yeah, I understand there was atrocities going on. I know that. There's atrocities going on all over the world. You think blacks are the only people that were ever slaves in the entire world? No, white people were slaves too. Look how Italian Americans were treated. Look how Irish Americans were treated when they came into America here. Like garbage, like second-class citizens. But you know what? This country has overcome that. This country realized, and it's one of the few countries, one of the first countries to say, enough, we're going to war for this. We're going to sacrifice our lives for people like black Americans to have equal rights. But now here we are in 2021, and it's not. Whites have less rights now than black Americans. Why? Because of Democrats. See how the cycle is? It's the Democrats that were fighting to kill blacks. Right? And now we have the Democrats saying white people are worse off, are terrible people than blacks, and it's only because of one thing and one thing only, the vote. Now, here is Jen Psaki, right? Peter Ducey calls her out and says, listen, well, what's going on here? All we heard about is how Donald Trump couldn't do anything. He wasn't handling the virus correctly. And all of the deaths that were under Donald Trump's realm was he was responsible for. Well, here we are now, and... 2021, and there's more deaths under the Biden administration than the Trump administration. Here, watch. Last one, a lot of talk about the first Trump-Biden debate today, but at the second one, in 2020, when roughly 220,000 Americans had already died of COVID, Joe Biden said about Trump, anyone who is responsible for that many deaths should not remain as president of the United States of America. Is that still the standard now that more Americans have died under President Biden than President Trump? Well, I think the fundamental question here is what are you doing to save lives and protect people? And the former president was suggesting people inject bleach. He apparently reportedly didn't even share with people he was going to interact with that he had tested positive for COVID himself. He continued to provide a forum for misinformation, which probably led to people not getting, uh, not taking steps forward to get to protect themselves, to wear masks, to eventually get vaccinated. 
This president has made the vaccine widely available. He's relied on that. See, it's all lies. First of all, Donald Trump is the one who created the vaccines. So stop with the nonsense. Also, Joe Biden during the campaign, when before he was president, when the vaccines before they came out, him and Kamala Harris were made, causing vaccine hesitancy, saying, don't trust Donald Trump and these vaccines. These are vaccines that have been created under the Trump administration. We saw Andrew Cuomo saying, I don't trust this FDA. I don't trust this vaccines that it's under the Trump administration. And we also saw Kamala Harris saying the exact same thing. Here's another thing. Donald Trump is vaccinated. And when she's saying that people that he was walking around with COVID and not telling people, where's the proof? Show us the concrete proof because that is just lies. And again, but that's what they do. And she didn't even answer the question. What's he doing? No, he's issuing mandates. Here's another thing that I just want, you know, a, a statistic. In New York City, you can't go. If I want to go into Manhattan, say, this weekend, and I want to get a nice you know, meal with my girlfriend, which we used to do all every weekend, we used to go into Manhattan, we used to walk around Central Park. My daughter my, my, uh, used to come with us, too. And we used to then get a meal. We used to try all different kinds of restaurants. Because we're unvaccinated, we can't go in there and do it at all. You have to have a vaccine passport. You have to show proof that you're vaccinated. You have to wear masks indoors all the time. And what has just been reported? Over 9,000 new COVID cases in New York City. Do you know how much the new COVIDs are in the state of Florida? Around 1,800. But in New York City, in New York, 9,000. I think it's the state of New York, to be honest with you. But a majority of New York State is New York City, meaning Queens, Bronx, Manhattan, Staten Island, Brooklyn, and of course, including Long Island. 9,000 new cases. The state of Florida, 1,800. Florida has no mask mandates. They don't have vaccine mandates. They don't have vaccine passports. Why is that the case? And again, why don't we have Dr. Fauci come out and explain that? Explain the science of that, Dr. Fauci. Why is that? Explain that to the American public. Why is it all of these restrictions are in New York, cases are through the roof now. All of the restrictions are off the table in Florida and they're that much lower. Why? won't have that. Why? Because that will affect the cash register. Remember that. Now, what did we hear? Now, we just saw that she's talking about, Jen Psaki, Jen Psaki was just talking about how Joe Biden, what he's doing. Now, you know what he's doing? He's still living the lie that he was doing during his campaign promise because he can't fight the virus. He can't crush the virus like he was telling every single American when he was running for president. We hear, here's proof. What I would say is I'm going to shut down the virus, not the country. I'm not going to shut down the country. I'm going to shut down the virus. I'm going to shut down the virus. I'm going to shut down the virus. I'll shut down the virus, not the economy. I'm going to shut down the virus. Once we shut down the virus, I'm going to shut down the virus. I'm going to shut down the virus. I'm not going to shut down the country, but I'm going to shut down the virus. He tried shutting down the country. If he could have it his way, he would do that. Think about what's going on with the vaccine mandates. That's why we're having such a supply chain issue is because these people, these truck drivers with the vaccine mandates, they're not being able to work. We see what help happens with the healthcare workers. These healthcare workers, right? They were able to work during the crisis of COVID before the vaccines. They were there every single day. And now, and, and, and that was okay. And now if they don't get the vaccine, they're not going to be able to have a job, which now, of course, the courts came down and says that's unconstitutional. All of his mandates are unconstitutional. Yet he's still trying to solicit and let make these companies and these healthcare workers or these hospitals still continue to do it.
He has total disregard for the courts. Total disregard. Now, talking about the courts, we have a Supreme Court case yesterday being heard, right? Let me, uh, let me read it to you here. And it's a possibility that Roe v. Wade will be overturned. Now, the case is called Dobbs versus the Women's Health Organ, Jackson's Women Health Organization. And it's a case that came out of Mississippi. And it says, this is, I believe, from the New York Times. Uh, Dobbs versus Jackson's Women Health Organization that directly challenged the abortion rights precedent established by, ni- by the 1973 Supreme Court ruling, Roe v. Wade, was reaffirmed by Planned Parenthood and Casey decision in 1992. The case centers on a Mississippi law that would ban almost all abortions after 15 weeks of of presidency, of pregnancy. Lower courts blocked the law ruling that it violates Roe Roe and Casey, which protect abortion before the point of fetal viability around 24 weeks and requires that the laws regulating abortion not pose an undue burden. So what is this new law? What are they trying to do here? Mississippi saying, after 15 weeks, you should know whether or not you want an abortion. Anything past that, you can't get the abortion. Right? We're talking almost what? We're talking three and a half months. Three and a half months. If you don't know that you want an abortion at that point, well, what are you going to wait? You're going to wait 24 weeks? Right? Me, personally, I think that abortion should be totally illegal because of what's taking place on all, except with the exception under certain circumstances like rape, right? That's my opinion. But here, look at what we have going on through the mainstream media here about this case in itself. Now, the mainstream media is going berserk because, you know, Donald Trump put three conservatives on the bench. So everyone is nervous that Roe v. Wade may be overturned, that they may actually side on the case for Mississippi here. And it looks like it could go that way, which forget it. This country was going to be up in arms. It's going to be protest after protest after protest. But you have people like this, Maya Wiley. She's on MSNBC. This is this is why. These stations are so racist. They love that the racism is here and they should be ashamed of themselves to allow people to come on because if it was reversed and white people were talking like this, they would be banned and fired. But because they're black, they're able to say anything that they want. Here's Maya Wiley, who is, of course, black. Listen to what she's talking, what she says about this case that's being heard in the Supreme Court of the United States. Uh, But the other is there were so many points made about just who really bears the burden of this discussion. And women of color, if you are black, if you are Native American, if you are Latina, the vast majority of women who are not going to be able to drive the 100 miles or to, um, or to survive, you have a higher likelihood of risk of physical health issues and death if you take a child to term than if you abort a fetus. So if you're black or Latina, how Latina, like she says, and you take a child to term, you are a higher risk than a white person taking a child to term? Where's your facts on that? What are you even talking about? Are you a buffoon? Here's the other thing. Are you saying that blacks and Latinas are so poor that they can't drive the 100 miles because they're, they're, they're full of poverty? Well, why are we talking about that issue then? Because that's a real issue. Why are blacks so poor? 
I'll tell you why. Because Democrats give them this federal assistance and keeps them in check. You won't get this federal assistance if you go out and actually get a job. So we're gonna keep you at this low level of income because you're gonna keep wanting us. And if you keep wanting us, back to what we said before, you're gonna vote for us. See, that's the core issue. If they really cared about black Americans, they would fix the fact that they're being poor, but they want them poor. Because the more that they're poor, the more that they want help. That's what they're trying to do throughout this country. That's why you see them keep giving money to keep people off of work. That's why they keep doing these stimulus packages to rely on the federal government. That's why you allow, they're allowing these district attorneys, these Democratic district attorneys throughout this country, allowing this type of crime rate to go through the roof to destroy these countries, these cities, because then what's going to happen is they're gonna want more federal assistance, government assistance, state assistance, whatever it may be, but they're gonna want their help. And once they do that, once this country is completely destroyed, the Democrats will have full power and it'll be like a dictatorship. It's exactly like a communist country, a communist regime. Look how stupid these people are. This is, these are left-wing extremists, progressives. They're out at the uh, Supreme Court steps. They are protesting this federal case that is being heard from the Supreme Court. They want to kill babies and watch how they're acting. that stage you got the white you got the black you got the asian and they're taking abortion pills live right there on tv basically saying let's kill babies think about how demented that is this is america i don't know what's worse what we saw with the the looting going on with all these blacks in all these democratic cities these cash uh, stash and grab or whatever it's called looting it's called looting they don't want to do it again because they don't want to sound like it's racist because it's blacks doing it that might be worse. That is worse. You're killing babies. You're promoting the killing of babies. This is America. This is Democrats. They're ruining this country. I'm telling you, the Democratic Party is more evil than the people over at China. The people over at China love Chinese. They're, it's all Chinese. You don't see, why don't blacks want to go to China? How many blacks are living in China right now? When's the last time you saw a black Okay, think about this. When's the last time you saw a black politician in China? When's the last time President Xi handed over a Medal of Honor to a black person and put a Medal of Honor over a black person? When's the last time you saw a black soldier in China? I'll tell you why. Blacks don't want to go there. They want to live here. Why? Because this is the best country in the world. But they don't say that. While they're here, they say it's the worst because it's the most racist. If it's the most racist, go to China. Join the military there. See how you're treated. Enough with the nonsense. And of course, then you get People like racist Whoopi Goldberg on The View, look at, watch her opinion, because there's a lot of juice on what she says here. Let's listen to it. This is her talking about the Supreme Court case. Do any of you men have any eggs or the possibility of carrying a fetus? How dare you talk about what a fetus is? Time out. Time out. Do any of you men have any eggs? Well, I thought these transgenders do. I thought these transgenders that are going from female to now male, and we have to call them males, right? 
I thought they could have babies. The, you know, the carrying, they, they're able to, they're not able to do it. Oh, so there is only two sexes. Is that what you're saying, Whoopi? Thank you, because I wanted that clarified before we continue. All right, thanks, Whoopi. Do any of you men have any eggs or the possibility of carrying a fetus? How dare you talk about what a fetus wants? You have no idea. Now, I'm, I'm fine if you disagree with abortion. I have no problem with that. My problem comes when you tell me what I need to do with my doctor and my family. How dare you? How dare you? Oh, how dare you talk about what I'm going to do with my family and my doctor? Sounds like what about the vaccines? How dare you say that I have to get the shot? How dare you say that I got to vaccinate my children? How dare you say about the intimacies that I have and the conversations that I have with my doctor who when my doctor says, you don't need the vaccine. You're good. You're healthy. You'll fight it off. You'll get maybe COVID. You probably already had COVID. You have the antibodies. You don't need to get the vaccine. Why don't we talk about the vaccine antibody? Why don't we talk about antibodies from people that already had COVID? Why don't we do that either? It's another thing that we never talk about. Forget about the health. Let's talk about the antibodies. Can't do it. Won't do it. Why? There's no money in it. And you see this racist pig, Whoopi Goldberg, totally contradicting so many things that all we hear all day from the progressive left. She's so stupid she doesn't even realize she's doing it. Like what we were talking about with the transgenders. I thought that girls... Who trans or men who transgender into say females could have babies? Oh, they can't. Oh, I didn't know that. I didn't realize that. I thought they could. I thought men who all of a sudden chop off their genitals and mutilate their genitals and now they have a vagina. I thought they're able to have babies. They can't. Thank you, Whoopi, for explaining that. And also thank you about the vaccine mandates and the vaccines that people that mean or may not want. Thank you for also clarifying that. My body, my choice. Love you, Whoopi. Love you for that. You're the best. You're a racist. You're the best racist I know. All right. I just want to continue on here really quick. A couple of things before we end it, okay? You have the January 6th commission that's coming on, right? January 6th commission. Listen to this here. This is a, this is from the LA Times, all right? Because now, you know, they're trying to investigate. They have Steve Bannon. They held him in contempt of court. Now they're trying to do the same for Jeffrey Clark. He was one of the clerk, uh, court clerks. It says here, the House panel, and again, this is from the LA Times, investigating the January 6th U.S. Capitol insurrection, voted Wednesday to pursue contempt charges against Jeffrey Clark, a former Justice Department official who refused to answer to the committee's questions. But the panel agreed to let him come back one more try. Okay. So he says, I'm not going to do it. Now, the reason why that people like Steve Bannon or people like Jeffrey Clark don't want to do it is because Donald Trump is trying to insert his executive privilege and saying people don't have to. This is all under the guise of executive privilege. And we don't have these people don't have to come there and explain themselves because I'm using, again, executive privilege. The committee voted nine to zero to pursue criminal charges against Clark, who aligned with President Trump or Donald Trump. Don't say president because it's the L.A. Times ahead of the violent attack as then president tried to overturn his election defeat. He said, go protest peacefully. I mean, what are we talking about? Clark appeared for a deposition last month, but refused to be interviewed, citing Trump's legal efforts to block the committee's investigation. The Democratic chairman on the July 6th panel, Mississippi Representative Benny Thompson, who's black, said it had received a last minute notification from Clark's lawyer. Now, it doesn't matter that he's black. I'm not saying it like that. But the reason why I'm bringing it up, well, you'll see in a second here. 
from Clark's lawyer that he now wants to invoke his fifth amendment. The reason why I'm bringing up that he's black is, you know, blacks are so oppressed. Blacks have no jobs. Blacks have no rights. But this person is black. He's leading the January 6th committee. How racist is this country if that's taking place here? I, I, it just boggles my mind. I just wanted to bring that up. So what's going on here? Clark wants to invoke his Fifth Amendment right not to testify. He doesn't want his self-incrimination. You have a constitutional right to not testify in self, with self-incrimination. You could just say, I invoke my Fifth Amendment right not to testify. Now, that doesn't mean that you're guilty. It just means you're not going to say anything. Maybe you don't want to be trapped into something. Maybe you don't want the prosecutor to bamboozle you and twist your words and let the jury or the people that are listening to hear a certain way because you are trying to slip up or slip this person up or do something. I'm going to invoke my Fifth Amendment right. That means you're just not going to testify. It doesn't mean you're guilty, and it doesn't mean you're not guilty, right? That's what he's doing. But here, here is Rachel Maddow. Listen to her version and how she tries to twist the facts in front of her audience of Democrat politicians or Democrat progressives that are all basically, you know, transgender, the alphabet, mafia, whatever it is that you want to call that are actually watching this show and who hate Republicans, basically who hate white people. Here we go. Listen to how she tries to skew it in her favor. Now, as you say, there's um, implications of, of invoking the Fifth Amendment. It's a, the Fifth Amendment is, is a right that protects us against self-incrimination. And in the context... Real quick here, who she has on is Benny Thompson the head of this January 6th commission. Okay, I forgot to mention that, so let's do it again. So that's who she's talking to. Now, as you say, there's um, implications of, of invoking the Fifth Amendment. It's a, the Fifth Amendment is, is a right that protects us against self-incrimination. And in the context of, a, of an open investigation like this, 